Welcome to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! Welcome on board the ghost train. This is the podcast that brings you right into the creepy and freaky world of the paranormal. And this week I have a co-host on board the ghost train, Maggie. Hi, Drew. <laughs> hey. So welcome back on board the ghost train. You were on here back for episode 11 of the ghost train, talking about your Aunt Rita and that oh, amazing yes. story about the, the woman in the yellow dress. Yes, I had to dig back into the the past for that one. But, oh, uh, I love that story. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and check that episode out. Really, really good stuff. Creepy, but amazing. Well, what a lovely day it is here, and how very, very wonderful to have the treats that cup of tea and a nice tour of the city to go to the famous Portuguese bakery for our custard tarts. Oh, oh my, my god, yeah, we had a, we, quite the Mother's Day so far, and now we're we're completing it now with the Ghost Train episode. You're on board now, so strap yourself in. <laughs> well, I really in particular am interested in hearing your guest today. It um, brings to mind the fact many people take the linear path through life. Mm -hmm. Then there are those that you meet that understand that life goes in every direction and we are infused from every side, from above, from below, from beyond. And this particular episode brings a lot of memories back in my life for experiences that I've had. I'm pretty sure that Dr. Gina will tell us some of her scariest experiences with the paranormal and how she's been able to use her gifts of being a psychic medium to help others. Yeah. So, well, you just said it right there. Dr. Gina is on board the ghost train today. She's going to be telling us some really, really great stories about her experiences that she's had being a psychic medium and growing up with that ability and just how frightening it can really be. But also then enjoying it and really grasping the whole concept and, and running with it and using it to, to better other people's lives and her own life. So... Yes, and that, that's what I mean when I respect the fact that you occasionally meet people who understand that life is not one forward continuum, but life is experienced in every direction and in every way we're infused and we overlap within each other's energies. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you this. Dr. Gina is the real deal. She did uh, an actual reading on myself before we started the show. It wasn't I didn't record it. I didn't I didn't air it. But I will tell you that she nailed everything. Did the reading on me and telling me things that no one else would have ever known, especially someone that lives in a different country. To know these things about myself, it's not something that you could just search on Facebook or search or research someone. It's stuff that there is no possible way that this woman would have known, and. I was blown away by it, and it really just validated the people that do this type of work to me. I've met other people that have had this ability, and I'm very proud to present Gina as a guest to the Ghost Train Passengers. So, Maggie, will you do the honors? Of course. Thank you, Drew. This week, we're joined by Dr. Gina. Next stop, being a psychic medium. All, All aboard! aboard. <laughs> is probably one of the scariest encounters that you've had with okay. a spirit. This is the scariest by far. Besides that spirit that did come in, I got three. So let me tell you the one I just told you about. But here's yep. another one that didn't directly happen to me. But we were doing an investigation on this house. Like it was a rental property. So it was the office, but the land was haunted. You know, it was like something was up with the land where they built these condos. So they brought us in to look at it. 
and it was me, my friend Mike, he was investigating with us, my friend Gretchen, Jackie, like there was a crew of us, psych psychics, you know. Okay. And I was probably the only medium there, but there was like psychics there, but I was the medium. So when I'm in the house, like this one spirit, he kept talking to me. And so I'm the only one who can hear them because they're psychics, but they couldn't hear him. So he's talking to me and he's actually hitting on me. And I was like, at this point, I didn't know that spirits actually hit on you. And he's like, you're so, you're pretty and you're cute. And he's like rubbing up against me. And I'm like, oh man, this man, like this happens spirits. Like now I know because so many spirits have tell, told me different things, you know, but oh, at that okay. point, this spirit's like hitting on me. Like, this is crazy. But I mean, now I know what happens. But then I was like, am I crazy? Like, and I was talking to him, he's walking around with me and he's laughing with me. He's putting his arm around me. I'm like, so fucking crazy. So then he goes, don't go downstairs to that, to the, to the freezer room. He's like, there's a bad guy down there. Don't go to the freezer room. He kept telling me not to go to the freezer room. Right. So I'm telling my team, let's not go. They think I'm nuts at this. They don't really know. I'm kind of new in this. At this right. Time tell them about the spirit what they're saying so we go down to the freezer room and we're all in the freezer room and we hear this big scratch down the wall like like nails running down and all of a sudden my friend mike gets punched so hard in the stomach he flies into the wall oh and, my god and he to this day he gave up investigating and, and doesn't do any spiritual work it scared him so much and like it didn't happen to any of us, but we got to witness it. He was like, ah, and he flew back into the wall. But we all heard the scratch in the freezer room, and then the and back went. So that wasn't so scary to me, but I've experienced that happen. So that was pretty crazy. But the scariest thing that I've ever experienced was right here in my New York City room, here living room. I was doing a phone reading to this woman, and mind you, like I have been professionally reading for probably you know not that long so 2000 like professionally i've always been there but 2006 that's when i was the pet psychic for rescue inc mm -hmm. so i'm in this living room and i was doing a phone reading with someone so i was talking to her and you learn as you go for this you understand like i know how to deal with spirit now way more like before like i said i started out seeing dead people you know that doesn't happen i'm very in control of everything now like it's hard for me to see anything that's going to scare me or put me out of control which was a couple years ago i'm on the phone and she's talking about a guy she's asking me about is there a guy around her or whatever and i tell her i pick up this dead spirit and i was like there's a guy that you went to college with he's passed away and like he was so in love with you and this guy's getting so mad the spirits here that i'm telling her about him he was i have four cats right he was losing his mind because he didn't want me to tell her anything about who he was, that he's on her because her computer kept messing up and stuff, and that he he was attracted to her. He didn't want her to know anything. And at this point, I'm telling her, and then all of a sudden, he's so mad that I'm telling her, and he's telling me to shut up. And he's oh. in my living room, spinning everything around. My curtains, everything's moving around. My cats are freaking out. They're all looking up. I'm getting chills even talking about this story. And I couldn't get rid of him. And I'm on the phone with her. I got my rosary beads at this point. I couldn't get him out of my house. Finally, I had to do reverse psychology because I have a psychology degree on the woman on the phone telling her, but he's a really good guy. You got to embrace him. You got to like him. I'm talking this guy up. Mind you, he's an evil, scary spirit, but I'm telling her how great he is because I need to calm him down to get him out. So oh. I'm reverse psychology till I get him out, telling this woman whatever I needed to. 
till it took me forever. I had the Bible, I had the rosary beads. I'm doing everything, and I'm on the phone with her. I'm like, listen, I, we gotta, I gotta get rid of this man. Like, just like tell him everything is going to be okay. We're we're talking it down, and I, I finally got rid of him. But it was forever. It seems like 10 or 15 minutes, and it was the scariest thing I've ever experienced since that day. I now know that before I do a reading and open my myself to go to the other side, I protect myself. I tell mm-hmm. God to walk in the light. I don't let them in. I do a little protection, but I was through, and that that was it. So, so what do you like? How do you even deal with that? Like, are you not just like terrified yourself? I was scared that night. You know that that was another scary thing. And now, like, I'm not scared. Of, no, like, I embrace like something crazy that's going to happen to me. Like, I can't wait to see like what's going to happen now. I'm not scared of anything. Like, no, I'll talk to all of the dead spirits. I'll go into the craziest one and help you because nothing can touch me. So I'm good now. And so you were saying that you were, you did this with a team. Are you do you do a lot of this teamwork still, or are you kind of like away from that? I have like that was at the beginning. We did some things together, but I haven't done teamwork as an investigator. But I'm telling you, it's something I want to do. So if there's any teams that want to medium with them, let me know, because like yeah. I really want to do that. I want to go out and guess that. Says, like, yeah, special guest every once in a while you need to be called in and you're like yeah okay I'll, I'll come come help you guys out no that's that really cool that's one of the one of the things I've always kind of wondered about psychic mediums when you're talking to a spirit do you also talk to like demonic entities or is it mainly just human like past spirits I've never experienced the demonic except for obviously the freezer man um so but, that was that was a demonic entity in the basement there yeah yeah oh my god and the evil guy was that one spirit but he wasn't even like demonic he was just really mad you know but he wasn't so evil he was just really mad um but i've never experienced like i you know what there was one time and it wasn't too long ago that i went to like a channel thing and i was in the audience and the guy was doing the channel and when he started talking to me the channel guy i thought i was going to go and pass out and went to like a vertigo attack like because i was open so the spirit just like came and i felt like something was kind of taken from me it was so weird i and after i left that channel i was trying to figure out like what happened and what happens sometimes is i get a lot of energy because i deal with it and there was a lot of energy that was weighing me down like holding me and when he channeled he, it came from me like spirit helped release it so yeah. it was kind of like i felt so much lighter like i was going to pass out so i mm. came home that night and i was sleeping on the couch here i fell asleep on the couch and sometimes i used to astral travel all the time like i used to go places all the time but i haven't done it in so long so all of a sudden i felt like i trained jujitsu and martial arts so i know like i'm always have heavier people i'm trying to get them off so the spirit was like holding me down. It wasn't like sleep paralysis because I've been through this, but they were holding me down and I was mm-hmm. trying to push them off. <laughs> and I'm like, I know jujitsu. I'm trying to do side control. I'm trying to bridge. I'm trying to get them off. I'm trying to get under. And I couldn't get the spirit off me. Like, and it's the last thing I remember is trying to get the spirit off me, like push, push, push. And I, I couldn't. And then I wake up, mind you, I'm in a New York apartment. So we have a hallway. I wake up or I come to life in my hallway, in my pajamas, 
and I don't know how I got there, right? Whoa. I don't know. But it's kind of like almost I thought I was lucid dreaming at this point, right? And I see the spirit in the hallway that's trying to come towards me. And I ran the other way down the stairs. And then when I woke up, I was in my hallway in my pajamas. So everything that I imagined was kind of like, I can't even explain it. Like what really happened? Like the spirit held me down. They were chasing me, but obviously it really happened because I'm out there, but I can't explain it. Tell you the truth. I, I really don't know exactly what happened. I knew that somehow the spirit was trying to get back to me, but I couldn't keep them away and I got away from them. But that's wow. fine. But that that's the, the weird thing is that I just had like a deja vu flashback while you were talking there. It was so strange. I don't know why that happened. I can't explain that. That's so weird. That was that story is incredible. One thing I, I wanted to to talk about with you is spirit guides. Like how do you how do you find out who your spirit guides are and how do you know that you can who to trust or who not to trust kind of thing? Like is there is there ever someone or a spirit that might like try and trick you into thinking that they're your spirit guide or is it uh, how does that work? Oh, there's trickster spirits for sure. Yeah. I find this a lot with my clients, especially my clients who believe that they're spiritual or they believe they're a medium or they're psychic. They're, they'll tell me things like, and some of my friends will do it. Like, I know spirit guides are showing me the signs, like three, 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 but it's not because like, say a girl likes a guy and she's like, his birthday's 430 30 or something, 430. Hmm. And she'll be like, oh, the spirit guides keep telling me he's the one for me. He's showing 430, 430. But there's a lot of tricksters out there that think it's funny. Because you you like them, ha ha. Here's four thirty, ha. You know they're like little polar guys or trickster spirits. It's like energy that keeps wanting to show you something. That's like ha 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 ha. It's not really a sign. It's it's like ha ha. We got you, get you. Oh, here's another sign. Here's this. He's in the army. Let me give you an army man. Ha 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 ha. He's for you. You know. Oh, oh my gosh. So how do you know who to trust? Well, that that's the thing. Is like for me, my spirit guide, like Christopher. He's one of my guides. He helps me translate when I talk to the council or when I do readings. He's always there. That's that guy. I have Hector now. Hector is my main guy. He he's an actual Indian and he's like six foot tall. But he showed so himself. Is he um, like an indigenous spirit? He, but when he comes here, he showed himself physically to me two times when I was really in need to give me a message. He is like a Spanish looking guy. The same guy. He showed himself two times to me. It's a crazy story, but. We'll wow. get to that, but I'll tell you about the spirit okay, guide. How do we know that we have a spirit guide? Well, we all do, um, but sometimes we have spirit guides that come at different times. So, like, if you're really in need of somebody, like, maybe you're going through cancer treatment or something, you'll get, like, a special angel to help you through that, or you maybe get a spirit guide that's going to guide you during that time. There are, like, spirit guides that rotate. There are angels that rotate. You know, they rotate. But then we always have our main spirit guide. Usually everyone has one you know, one main spirit guide. I have two, two main spirit, three, if you count my angel, that I have with me all the time. And I think the higher soul you have, the more help you need. So it depends, but everyone always has that one. Hmm. And again, they'll, they'll rotate with you. And not everyone always gets an angel. And sometimes you get an angel at different times. So we'll see. So how do you know you have a spirit guide? Well, you do, but they'll like they're your voice they're that intuition they're that things that says um maybe i'll make a right down the street usually i make a left and then if you would have made the left the tree would have fell it's that little voice that you hear that you think it's your head talking 
or you, you're walking out the door and you hear, don't forget your keys. You know, it's your guide. You know, they're just yeah. like, so they're there. They're always there. You just, you got to quiet the noise in your mind so that you can hear your guides. Hmm. That's, that's really cool. That happened to me today. I was walking down the stairs and I said, don't forget your wallet. And I checked my breast because I usually care. I've been changing jackets because here in Toronto, it's, it's, it was really warm on Friday. And then on Saturday and Sunday, we had like rain and then ice and then snow. So I changed jackets and I had my winter coat on going to work today. And I was like, Oh, need my, don't forget your wallet. And I was halfway down the stairs out of my apartment. And I was like, Oh, got to go back and get my wallet. So I can, uh, I can, there's my spirit guide telling me yeah. that. That's cool. Yeah, um, so it starts with little things like that. Then I start like telling my clients, let's like, I call it on my Instagram. I, I play little games like March. I called March, Manifest March. So I call it Manifest March. And Manifest March, you know, you have to bring your spirit guides in. You ask them for help. And I would just like do different games. Like I might put a reading out or it's like Manifest trying to find an elephant, Manifest the poster board and get my clients to practice. So then you can practice small. So you start depending on your spirit guide. They're going to help show it to you and you start getting used to it. So you work up to big, you know, so manifest March. So like I work on bigger things, but when you're new at it, you start it like, let me manifest. Like I want to get this book, you know, maybe. And then someone's going to give you a book that you don't know. Like I have crazy manifest stories, crazy airport stories, crazy things that happen, but you, it's just like practice. You got to just practice it until you get mm-hmm. good at it. Yeah, that's kind of like what I've been uh, been hearing about. It's it's almost like, would you say that everyone has these abilities, but some people are just better at it than other people? It's almost like a guitar player. Like not everyone's gonna be Slash or Jimmy Page, right? You're you're gonna be maybe you're just playing a few chords on your guitar in your living room, but you still you can you have the ability to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. It's whether or yeah. not you have, are gonna put the time in to actually learn how to do it. Right. Well, yeah, it's like that. Here's the thing is that everyone can use their intuition, but not everyone is going to be a medium that talks to, you know, spirit. Not everyone is going to be able to channel, but you know, there's some ability, just like you're saying, like anyone, if you take the lessons, you pick up that guitar and you're diligent with it, you practice, you practice, you practice, practice a lot, just like martial arts, whatever you pick it up, you're going to practice, you're going to be okay at it but you know who comes in and there's children because i work with children in early intervention as a therapist i see two-year-old children that are pointing at pictures saying that's monet that's starry night that child was already an artist they're going to be an artist in this life they were in their past life and they don't have to work so hard for the other children that has to study that picture so long this two-year-old's telling me monet starry light van gogh like okay you're two all right yeah. so you know what i mean like there's levels to what it is you're going to be because you can learn it but you're never going to be it you can learn there's a difference between learned mind like a lot of people will do tarot cards because they learned how to read the book that told you when i flip this this is what this means they learned it but does that give them a gift no but they learned how to do that that's the difference so yeah just like tennis the williams sisters like they they practiced their skill, but guess what? They were born already tennis players. They were it. That's it. It was in their genes, their blood, their soul. They didn't, mm-hmm. they had to make it happen, but that was something they were born into. Basketball players, Michael Jordan, like he was it. You know, he had to practice, but the kid that practiced so much isn't going to be him. You know? Yeah, 
yeah, that's that's kind of uh, the idea that I had in my head now that uh, I'm being verified. So thanks for that. Does anyone else in your family have this gift or is it just you? No, I'm a long line. Are my, you? Okay. On both sides of the family. My father's oh. side, as far as we know back, like my aunts on my father's side, people would say because they were Italian, like they're the old witches. And my dad, very much, he had a store called Circle of Animals. And he had that as well. I didn't even grow up with my dad. I didn't meet him until I was 18. I didn't know anything about his family. My mother, my grandmother's really intuitive. Um, and my mother who got killed, my grandmother would say two months before she died, she kept saying someone's going to die close to her. But again, she died so young at 20. But it comes back on my, my mother's side, of both sides of my family. Wow. I think I'm stronger than both sides, obviously on both sides have it for sure. But I think mine is a little, because we're part of a soul family. So of course we're going to all be together because we all come from long lines of, you know, witches or gypsies. We all come from that long line. So we're all part of the family. So of course we have it a lot, some of it, not everyone in the family because they're not all part of my soul lineage, but the ones that do. Yes. Yeah. And you were, you and I were talking about this soul family kind of thing, and I, I thought that was so interesting because I had never heard about that before. And for you to put that out there, it was so interesting. So can you just describe exactly what that is? Yeah. So we come here, like we have the soul family. Like so, you could have your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, but that's your biological family that you live with here. And you know, and and you love your mom, your dad, you love them. But there's sometimes when you really feel like man i know mom like it's different feeling like that's your your soul family and sometimes you're just like mom's cool like i love mom but you don't have that complete like that's my life mom there's a mm -hmm. difference so your soul family is someone that you are keep boarding in their family again so even like sometimes when people have abortions or miscarriages if i'm giving them a reading i'll say you have two miscarriages and they're with your grandma on the other side she's taking care of them because sometimes they stay as babies over there and they're going to be born again to you because they're coming back in your soul family. They're, they're being watched and um, taken care of. So I can see like the other family members taking care of the babies. They're waiting for them to be born. And sometimes grandmom's going to come back as your uncle or grandma's going to come back. They stay within the soul family. You keep being born in the soul lineage. Your soul family could be your neighbor. Sometimes you feel like, man, I just love my neighbors. Like, super like a sister cool but they're your soul family it could be like your boyfriend or your significant other or if you're lucky enough it is or sometimes you just feel like that one person you're dating like that is my soul family and they feel but you never really link up but you're pretty much soul family and hmm. same animals too yeah yeah that's the the cooler thing that i i kind of found out well while we were talking how you communicate with animals as well you're almost like the dr doolittle Oh yeah, they call me Snow White when I was little. Yeah. Animals would come to me, especially like stray cats. People would say they're feral. You're not going to get them. You talk to them. I just look in their eyes and talk to them, and I get all the feral cats to come to me, and and yeah. save them all. And um, yeah, I'm definitely talk and communicate with animals. I teach them all kinds of cool things. <laughs> and as, they, as as one of your cats jumps jumps by us, uh, yes. I love it. That's and. My and as you were describing it, they can they can talk to you just like how I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Which they is can. what I found so even interesting. Dead, even dead animals talk to me like you do, like spirit animals. <laughs> mm -hmm. You were just woken up a few days ago, was it? Or well, was it a, no, it was probably a couple years ago. 
Three years ago. Longer than that. This might have been like five years ago. I was sleeping, and I used to sleep in the attic in my house in South Jersey. And again, this was before I could even tell the spirits not to wake me up. But they, more of them woke me up then. Now they get it. They're just like waiting their little turn now. But I was sleeping, and my girlfriend's dog Sandow passed. And we used to live down the shore with Sandow, so he knew me. I loved him. He was my boy too. So he he died, and he woke me up at night one night. And he's waking me up. He's like, you know, Gina, Gina. I'm like, oh, who's this? Because so many spirits wake me up at that point. You know, I'd be like, who's coming now? Who's talking to me? Yeah. Now I miss that they, they don't wake me up because it was kind of, I kind of missed it. But no, don't wake me up, guys. Don't do it. Yeah. No, I don't miss it that much. <laughs> but anyway, so the dog woke me up. And he's like, tell my mommy I miss him. I mean, I miss her. I love her. And I was thinking, I'm just crazy. Like, I'm here and I miss you. I love you. Anybody can get that. I was like, give me something I wouldn't know. He goes, tell my mommy I can't figure out the puzzle. I can't figure out the puzzle. So I called Donna. I say, I mean, a standout came to me. She knows I'm a psychic medium. And I say, he said, he misses you. He loves you. And then he can't figure out the puzzle still. And she started crying. And I was like, what's that mean? She goes, he had some puzzle that he used, she used to put treats inside. And he used to have to move it around to get the treat out. And he could never open it. And she would have to open it for him. And I was oh, like, oh, my God. God. I go, I talk to dead dogs now. That's what I didn't know I could talk to dead animals at that time. That's I knew I could crazy. talk to live animals and communicate with live ones. But now I'm like, oh, that's when I figured out, wow. And now I talk to dead animals all the time, you know, but I didn't know that I could, but I can. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah, geez. Well, yeah, watch out for the pet cemetery and, and whatever else is going on, right? That's 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 awesome, and it, to me, it's that's that's way less scarier than a than a dead person waking you up. Oh, the dead people! I one of the first spirits that woke me up again. It was a girl. The spirits that know me. I mean, besides the ones that were always in my room, but like when I learned how to control random spirits, I was sleeping in the bedroom again, back on the attic in the third floor. I'm sleeping there, and my girlfriend's husband Keith had just passed. They were divorced at the time. So he mm. passed and he wakes me up and um, he's waking me up. Gina, Gina, call Denise, call Denise. And I'm like, it's the middle of the night. Keith, what's going on? He's like, call Denise. He goes, he's telling me where she's at. She's at a convention. He shows me the convention. Like I see it everywhere. It looks like it to me. I, at the time I thought it was in Atlantic City. He showed me she's with this, you know, her husband at the time, John. She's like, call her, call her and tell her. And he goes on and on talking about, things about their marriage that, you know, things about you know, hooking up on the, having sex on the balcony, like, and almost falling off, like things that I wouldn't have known, like about, oh my God. And cat. like he's giving me all this information. And then he's talking, he wanted to tell her how great she was. And like, he was like bad at the end. So he's giving me all this information. So then he wouldn't stop until I call her. I'm calling, I'm telling you, it's like one in the morning, I'm calling her because he would not leave me alone. I call her, I go, Denise, you're not going to believe this, but Keith is here. He tells me to call you. He says you're at some convention or something. She was at a convention in Atlantic City, just like he said. Holy and then shit. she verified everything he said about like having sex on the balcony in their first apartment, the cat jumping off the balcony, like the crazy toaster that would just pop up. And I was like, oh my God, like that was the first time that I had talked to a spirit that woke me up that I knew that gave wow. me like a long list of stuff that I had to say. And I was like, that is so insane. Like, wow. And then I started saying like, okay, like spirits don't wake me up at night. But recently, like I said, I came out of the psychic closet. 
So my high school friends found out like I was a medium. This is how they found out really. I was at this, my aunt wanted to go to this Long Island medium thing. So I went and we were all the way at the top because she had a wheelchair. So we we're all the way at the top and there's so many people there. So the Long Island medium's talking. She's saying she was getting some spirit about a baby, you know, that the mother passed. And I was thinking maybe it's me, right? But they can't see me because I'm all the way at the top. So I'm raising my hand, it's me, it's me, but she doesn't see me. So the whole audience is pointing up for her to see me. And she's like, so I start talking, saying, it's me, my name's Gina. And the meanwhile, in the audience, you know, I'm, I'm talking and I sit back down. And then I hear my girlfriend's mother come to me, Debbie's mother. And she says she's dead. And she's like, can you tell Debbie, you know, I, all this stuff. She's telling me about Debbie. I'm like, what? I'm at the Long Island Medium thing. Why is Debbie's mom come to me? I don't even know if she's dead. By this time, I'm 20 something. We graduated school five years, you know, a while ago. So all of a sudden, Debbie calls my phone. Gina, she goes, I'm in the Long Island Medium. I just heard you stand up up there. And I'm like, oh my God, Debbie, did your mom die? Yes, she's here talking to me, right? So this is how no it way. happened. And my high school friends are like, what, right? So anyway, so they find out, obviously I'm talking to Debbie's mom. It was all happened so that Debbie's mom made me stand up so that Debbie could get, you know, made this all happen. Oh. Yeah, it did. It was so crazy. Um, at the time, I didn't know her mom's name. She just kept saying Debbie's mom. So then flash forward a while, like four or five more years later, I came out of the psychic closet and I started posting on Instagram and Facebook. And my friends were like, oh my God, like, and they all wanted readings, but I didn't want to charge them because they're my high school friends. So right. I said, get a bunch of people together and I'll do like this thing. So I called them and then as I'm going to the week, like different spirits will come and say, tell Donna to come. Like her dad would come to me. I'm like, call Donna, tell her to come. And the other one's like, tell Sandy to come. Like the dead family kept coming to me. Oh my God. I was like inviting these people because like the dead family. So there was this one, every time I did a reading that week, I kept hearing this name. It's Patricia, it's Patricia. So I'd ask whoever I'm reading for, do you have a Patricia? No, I'm like, man, this lady, Patricia, keeps jumping in my readings. That happens sometimes, but she was adamant. She kept saying, I'm here, it's Patricia, it's Patricia. So I get to my high school reading. I'm doing the gallery for all them. I'm like, does anyone have a Patricia? And my friend raised her hand. That's my mom. And she's dead. She starts crying. She kept, I kept talking to her every day to, to come talk to you, to make sure she shows up, because I told them to let them know to show up. I'm like, she's been showing up all week, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> I got chills there. That's awesome. I give them all messages from their dead family that all came that day they all came so that night i go home i go to sleep i'm tired i was here in new york and this one spirit he wakes me up i'm like what the fuck he's telling me his name his name was ron i forget it. i think it was ron i forget he's telling me oh again he's flirting with me tell me how pretty i was and how he had all girls all the time when he was growing up and he used to have so many girls and then he had a cane and he walked with a cane and he used to go to the the railroad tracks and like He's talking about all this stuff and how cool he is. And I'm like, I'm tired and I want to sleep. And he kept saying, <laughs> yeah, I really like you. And like, if we, if I was alive, we'd be together. Like he's going on and on. And so I called the girl who had the party and I say, listen, do you know what Ron, like he's coming to me, he's talking about, and she left. It was the brother of the guy that lived in the house that's dead. And everything I said was him, but he came to tell me and be like trying to like have fun and flirt with me. And I couldn't get rid of him. I kept saying, he was a cool spirit, but I kept saying like, please, I just want to go to sleep. Like, thank you. I appreciate all you're so pretty. Thank you. Thank you. You know, <laughs> but you leave. And yeah, so leave me alone. Trying to sleep here. I need my beauty rest. <laughs> and so then like 
that same girl, about five or six months later, I'm sleeping, and this spirit comes wake me up. Tell Kelly I said happy birthday. It was the girl that had the party. It's her father. He's waking me up. Tell Kelly, call Kelly. It's her birthday. Happy birthday. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I, I go and I look on Facebook and she wasn't on my Facebook friend. So I called Debbie. I go, hey, Debbie, Kelly's dad's here waking me up. Does by any chance, is it Kelly's birthday? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, her dad wants to wish her a happy birthday. He oh, remembers from me being there. So, and he just wanted to get that message and he left. <laughs> That's nuts. That's yeah. nuts. Things like that happen. And so, so as we start to wrap things up, I, I just wanted to talk about some of the events that you had coming up. Okay. It seems like you've got quite a bit going on right now, right? Well, I've had some stuff going on. Just now it's kind of, I'm taking a, March was busy, but I'm going to Salem, Massachusetts this weekend for Salem Con, and I'm with Weird Weekends, and I'll have a booth doing readings there. That's um this weekend, the 6th, 7th, and 8th. I think the show is just the 7th, and that's at Salem, Massachusetts. And then on the 22nd, if you go is to my ha- Instagram... Hauntacon? Hauntacon, or what was it called? Hauntacon, Hauntacon. I'm so bad. But it's in... You can go to my um, my Instagram, which is Psychic Medium Dr. Gina, and you can see it all there. Excellent. And so June 22nd, you have something else with uh, Weird Weekends coming up too, right? June 22nd, there's a whole bunch of psychic mediums doing a gallery. And we're doing like gallery style reading, talking to spirits, and then some individual readings. And that's June 22nd. And let's, I think it's in Ohio. And again, you probably check my Instagram because I'll know exactly where it's at. It's definitely in Ohio. I got that. And and you have the Dr. Gina show live every Monday night at nine o'clock, Girls versus Ghosts. And yeah. tell people where they can find that. Okay, so I have um a podcast on blog talk www.blogtalkradio.com and then you put girls versus ghosts, the Dr. Gina show, and it's Monday nights at nine PM. Um mon- and I also have a YouTube channel that I put all the pre records on. So if you missed it. My YouTube channel is Psychic Gina Marie. I That's think. awesome. My God, it's so and, terrible. <laughs> and what kind, of, what kind of stuff do you talk about on that show? Oh, my God. I take you on the soul's journey. Like, I talk about the soul's journey of life. I, and I take callers, too. So if you have a question, I take live callers. Awesome. I'll be calling in at some point, then. Yeah, call in. It's so much fun. It's fun. I talk about – I never really know what I'm going to talk about. I kind of have an idea, and then I channel the rest. So – People really never know, but let me just warn everyone that it's rated R because I'll be cursing, okay? So <laughs> well, fuck, that. Dr. Gina, what the hell? Don't <laughs> <laughs> so put that, that rating there because the F-bomb is dropped. Awesome. 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 The rated R superstar, Dr. Gina. And, <laughs> and I just want to put this out there because it wasn't aired and I didn't record it, but you did a, a reading on myself and it was spot on like it it was it was so crazy how much stuff you were just nailing and i i was blown away by it even the stuff that you were telling me about about uh my pup my my wife what what i was going to be doing tomorrow some of the plans that i had that i don't think anyone else knows other than myself and a few close friends so it doesn't make any sense how you would have any idea about these things so 
that for me was just unbelievable. Well, thank you. And that was like a half version. You didn't get the real Dr. Gina version. <laughs> yeah, right. Cool. Well, I'm, it's all through Skype. And but I just want to thank you for doing that for me. That was crazy. And I I'm still blown away by it. I I think you just have an incredible ability, and you're using it in such a unique and amazing way, and you're doing great things. So. I commend you for that, and I thank you for being on board the ghost train today, and I look forward to having you on again in the future. I have, I have a quick thing about the ghost train, so let me just add this in. Okay. It's pretty funny. So I was on Instagram because that's my thing, because Facebook I have to read, and I don't really like to read, so I'm like an Instagram picture person. So I saw a picture that was posted with this really cool car that you did. Remember the interview you did with that lady? The pink Cadillac Yeah. So yep. I saw that and I was drawn to it. I was like, super cool. And then I checked out you and your Instagram. I go, oh man, I'd like to do, I'd like to be on that show. And then you messaged me and it was so crazy because all I, I said in the universe was, I'd like to be on that show. I mentioned something, I commented something, you commented back and I said, I'd like to be on that show. And then yeah. all of a sudden, here I am. <laughs> it was funny because once you commented, I had the urge to message you and say, like, I have to contact her and just ask her. If she'll be on the show and you were like right away, you, you responded within like two seconds, like, yes, I, I'm t completely interested. When, what time, what do you, how do you want to do it? And I was like, oh, great. Like you're so enthusiastic and wanting to do it. I was like, this is the kind of people that I want to talk to. So here and we I go. Here we are. That show. I was like doing it. I'm like, oh, I want to be on this show. And I just like. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for being on board. And uh, I look forward to talking to you in the future, Gina. Okay, well, thank you very much. That's all for the Ghost Train Podcast this week. I'm still joined with my co-host, my mom. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you, Drew. And happy Mother's Day to all you wonderful ladies out there that are taking such good care of your children. And I wanted to say, if you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend on social media. Share it with a mom on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Ghost Train Podcast, or you can check us out on Twitter at Ghost Train PC. And on Facebook, you can just search Ghost Train Podcast. Tell us what you liked and like the page. All right. Anything else you want to say, Mom? Uh, don't forget to call your mother. Until the next train, good luck sleeping tonight.